Welcome to episode 46. This is Stephanie Lane's Institute. We are on the Stephanie Lane's Institute Beauty Business Podcast. For those of you who are joining me live, we are on Clubhouse. It's Tuesday night, 8 p.m. Central Standard Time. For episode 46, we will be discussing, are your instructions to your clients clear? For those of you who are in the group, I have posted episode 45, your support system at home will affect your business. And of course, it absolutely will. So tonight we're going to have a great conversation specifically about instructions to your clients and whether or not they're clear, because I do understand that most clients do not listen to the instructions that we give specifically when we're doing targeted and focused based skincare or post care or whatever we're doing with our clients. And it's important that we understand why our instructions should be clear. If any of you have any social media, whether it's Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, um, Twitter, You've seen a lot of our clients on there complaining about the results that they've had from a skincare service, wax service, whatever you want to call it, because they specifically either didn't listen to us or they're not following directions. And I still, to this day, after going viral on TikTok three times, I still have people send and post me things in my inbox on Instagram asking about Um, issues that they have. And many of them, and these are clients, many of them are not listening nor adhering to any instructions their esthetician gave them. And I always respond with, did you actually call your esthetician and ask them what was happening? And did they know this was happening? Sending me the pictures, but send those pictures to your esthetician and say, can I come in and can we discuss how we can help this be better? Majority of them say no. They say, I did not reach out to my esthetician. I'm scared to reach out to my esthetician. I'm not sure what they said. I don't remember the instructions. So it's important for us, especially those of you guys who are doing things like chemical peels, things like dermaplaning, um, any kind of uh, very aggressive skincare service, even post-wax care, whether it's for face or body or Brazilian or underarm, you need to make sure your instructions are clear. And it's not just instructions for post-service, but instructions for products too. You would be surprised at how many clients make up what they think they should be using the products for. I know this because many people have reached out to us, especially purchasing their Sabrezil products from their esthetician, and they were using it completely incorrectly, and the product they had would not address the issue they had. So I know firsthand that many of you do not have clear instructions to your clients and many of you are not consistent in your instructions to your clients. So the reason I decided to go ahead and have a say Brazil um, after wax, uh, uh, Brazilian wax aftercare instruction card was because I felt for our say Brazil waxers, it was easier for me to provide them a specific card. They could staple their um, business card to, they could staple it to our product card for whatever they purchased, but there was clear instructions on what to do after the Brazilian ser- wax service was over, right? People love those instruction cards, Right. But what I find when we start having clients that are are either they think they know or they you think they're listening and they're not, it becomes a state of confusion. 
The one thing I've always said about our business is, is we tend to overcomplicate things, right? I talk a lot about simplicity. I talk a lot about making it easy for clients to either contact you and or book with you, right? Those instructions have to be clear as well. And you would be surprised at how many estheticians that either follow whatever I'm doing on social media and I go to look at their business that they don't even tell me where they're located. There's no contact phone number. The link that they send goes to an email where the, where, I mean, sorry, the link that they send that's posted to their social media goes to a website that doesn't have their email address, that doesn't have a phone number to contact. So they are just in limbo, right? And I find that with social media becoming more and more popular, you are going to have to make your instructions simple, easy to understand, and repetitive. So the same instructions you have on your business cards on the back of them for the instruction on how to make an appointment with you, the instructions on how to make an appointment with you on social media, and the instructions on how to make an appointment with you on your service menu, whether it's a rack card or a first service menu, all have to say the same things. When I used to do my masterclass and I talk about this all the time, I used to have estheticians bring in their service menu. They brought in their business card and we would sit it out and I would say, okay, these are your moving marketing pieces. You would be surprised at how many business cards and service menus did not have addresses on them. They did not have phone number for contact or text. They didn't have an email address. Um, and I didn't really understand why until I started asking specific questions and getting people to look at their business cards and service menus differently. If it's a moving marketing piece, then that marketing piece has to give clear instructions and directions. If you're marketing on social media, you got to have clear directions and, and, and <laughs> information and instructions. If you want people from your social media page, whether it's Facebook or Instagram or TikTok to make an appointment with you, you have to tell them in there somewhere how to make an appointment with you. Click the link to make an appointment, DM to make an appointment, call or text to make an appointment. Like you have to be specific. Like that is an instruction. That's a call to action. But many of you don't do that. So not only do you give instructions, you don't give instructions and you don't give directions. They're also not clear. So do clients know that they can only make an appointment with you online? Do they know they can't call you to make an appointment? Do they know they can't request an appointment on social media? Is that clear to them? I mean, is it consistently clear? Or is it on a post that's every now and then? Because here's the thing. Our business is based off of directions and instructions. Directions on how to get to you or how to get you to your site to get what you're offering. And instructions that are consistent on what exactly they need to do to give your business money. And I think a lot of us struggle because we don't make it that simple. And for me, it's very simple. I, it's very simple. I have no problem. And I do repeat a lot of things over and over again with the understanding that I have to repeat things over and over again in order for it to be clear, right? So 
when we start looking at our bigger picture and we start looking at what exactly it is that confuses our client, from that point on, you're going to overemphasize with every interaction, every marketing piece, every social media post, every e-newsletter, every flyer that you have in your business, whether it's on the back of your door or back of the bathroom door, is all going to be clear, concise instructions. And that's half of our issue in our industry is realizing that we're giving instructions all of the time. You know, I have my mentoring group or my my marketing club group and I do coaching calls with them every other month, right? And I'm always telling them, especially about their Facebook groups, because now is the time, especially when you're a little bit slow or things have changed in your business, you got to have a couple things that are consistent, right? And I'm always talking about in those groups, going basic. If you are doing skincare, there is nothing wrong with doing a demo video and explaining how to wash your face. There are so many estheticians that poo-poo and bad mouth that idea, but they have no idea if their clients are correctly cleansing their face. A lot of things that we tend to push aside, ignore, um, not validate as important are things that are super important when it comes to understanding why it is we have some clients who know exactly what's happening in our business. And then a lot of clients who have no idea what's happening in our business. They don't know what services they we offer. They don't know how to make an appointment. There's no clear instructions. So when you start to learn the over-communication that you should be doing in your business in every way possible, then you start to understand why you have to have clear instructions and directions because clients need to feel like they know what's going on. It wasn't until I changed the way I communicated with people that I got more consistency out of clients. When clients all knew that we were getting ready to do our client appreciation. And I made that so abundantly clear two months before the date of the event. I knew that I had to change the way I communicated. Because if I only communicated that way two months out of the year, imagine what would happen if I over communicated 12 months out of the year. And it's hard for us because when we get busy, one, we're excited. We love a full book. We hate the physicality of that full book, but we love a full book. But we let go of the things that got us the full book. We stop consistently communicating. We stop consistently giving instructions because we're so busy. But we don't realize the reason we're busy is because we gave instructions and directions and call to actions. So when I talk to you know, new business owners and they're telling me, oh, I have this business I just opened and I always ask the same thing. What would be the reason why I would come to you? Then I get the deer in headlights. Like, what do you mean? Okay, why would I walk through your doors? Why would I patronize your business? Can you tell me that? And most, I would say 90% of people I ask that question to can't answer that question. So I take it a step further and I say, if if you can't answer it to me, 
someone who knows exactly what you're doing. I've been in the business 20 years. I know what you're doing. If you can't answer that for me, what makes you think you would answer that for a client? What would draw that client to you if you have no idea why they would come to you? Why don't you know what it is you provide and you're able to explain that? And I go there. I said, I know why, because there's probably not clear instructions in your business or the way you market. And so now I'm asking you a simple question and I got the deer in headlights look, but your whole business is based off of relationships. If you cannot validate yourself to your clients, what is the purpose of them coming to you? If you can't explain the importance that you provide, if you can't validate their feelings when they're not clear on the path or they may get confused or they say they don't see any results and you pull out those befores and after pictures, why would clients come to you to get services? Step two would be to give clear instructions on how they are to patronize your business. And I try to make everything that I talk about on every platform that I have very simple. But what I do find is a lot of people overcomplicate the simplicity that I share. You all have your favorite places to go, to eat, to shop, to do whatever. You like to go there. You don't have to define why you like to go there. You like to go there, right? You frequent it. You come back to that place. But when it comes to our own business, we have such a hard time putting into words why clients would patronize our business. And it's so sad because When you start understanding the relationship that you have to create in your business to have consistent clients and to have clients that return and you do that with no clear instructions and no directions and you hope they're going to come back, you don't have a business. You don't. You know, I used to tell people all the time, you know, sometimes we force our hobby, which is what we're doing because some of us are working free. We don't pay ourselves well. We don't have consistent clients. We'll work one day here, one day there. We have have an expensive hobby, right? And then when you get busy after doing all the things that I've suggested and being open and communicating and giving instructions and directions, and you're doing all the things, right? And your books become full, and we become excited. We always jump ahead and say, oh God, that day I'm going to make, you know, $700. That's going to be a good day. And then that day I'm supposed to make $600, right? We start counting our dollars. We never reflect on what it took to get there. And then we don't continue that work while we're in it. The businesses that are successful in our industry are businesses that continue to do the work, whether they're busy or slow, there's still a level of consistency there. Then when they become busy, they're going to focus on the relationships. They're going to focus on the instructions. They're going to focus on the directions and everything being as clear as possible because everything that pay, every person that patronizes your business wants to feel like they're in the know. So in order for them to feel like in the know, you got to be communicating, right? Right. 
They got to know what's going on. They want to know what's going on. They want to be a part of it. And it really doesn't change until you change. Until you realize, you know what? Maybe I'm not as clear as I could be. Maybe I'm not giving as clear directions as I could. Maybe I'm not consistent in what I'm doing. Maybe I'm hoping that what I tell people, they hear, right? So instead of them hearing you or instead of them understanding the importance of what you're trying to convey, they become confused. And in those confusion times, instead of them coming to you to get clarity, they just stop coming or they stop interacting. And I really want a lot of you guys to realize that there may be some holes in not only your marketing, but in the way you speak to your clients. Some of us assume the clients know what we're talking about. And that's why I go back to your Facebook group and I say, show people how to wash their face. Demo it. Wash your face with the cleanser. Show them why you're double cleansing. And when you do that, whether it's on in your Facebook group or whether it's on Instagram, and when you do that and you're giving them the clear instructions, you would be surprised at how people respond. You'd be surprised at what people do not do during their home care process. And the most important thing that I tell estheticians, the home care is where the correction happens. It does not happen with you in the treatment room. So if you over-prioritize your services to their daily skincare routine, you got to balance that out. And I find a lot of estheticians fall into that hole, especially since we've been in COVID, because those estheticians who are providing Zoom consultations and Zoom facial parties are doing amazing. Because it's based off of the home care. They're not sending out back bar products to these clients who are doing home facials with them. They're sending the retail clients that they use, the retail products that they use every day. So if you understand that and you understand that it's the daily use of every single product they're coming in contact with that changes the skin, then now it becomes a team effort and you're not prioritizing them coming in as being better than them using at home. And I really had to break it down to a lot of clients that had problem skin, especially saying, telling them my own story because I had problem skin. That's the only reason I got into the aesthetics was because I figured out how much I was paying the esthetician I was going to every two weeks. And I said, well, dang, if I learn how to do my own skin, I ain't got to pay her that. Now, did I do my own skin? No, I still have an esthetician, but that's here nor there. But when I start talking about especially problematic skin. And I, and I emphasize my skin did not change until I understood my home care was just as important as my treatments. When I broke that down, so many people would come up to me when their skin was clear and said, I did not, I've never heard of skincare the way you talk about skincare. And I said, because I talk about it from my personal experience. But the instructions that I'm giving you is so that you understand that the commitment you've made to the products and the process that we're doing all works together. 
But many of you are into the, I'm just going to sell the product. This is not about selling. It's about getting them to understand this is how you correct the, your skin. When I talk to ingrown people, I tell them all the time, either you're going to do something about the ingrown at home or you like the ingrowns. Oh, I don't like them. No, you do. Because the ingrown's been there. Now we're going on month three and it's the same ingrown and it's painful. It looks very angry. Are you ready to do something about it? Because it won't happen with me. I can do a mask. I can do everything I need to do. But until you attack that ingrown every day with application of product on it over and over and over and over and over again, it will never change. And that's the exact same way that I tell estheticians and to really overemphasize the relationship in not only your directions for home care, but how the home care plays a part in correction. You know, there's a lot of you guys who don't sell retail, right? Which I, I never really understood. Most businesses get out of their, their um, running in the red or running negative by selling retail, but that's here. That's another conversation. And I have lots of other podcasts that I talk about specifically on retail. But when you are not selling retail and you're providing them with skincare or corrective services, how do you expect there to be a correction if you have no idea what they're using at home and at home will trump what you do in the treatment room? So my clear instructions are always about the importance of understanding home care in order for there to be a change. And I'll never forget this lady who would never, never buy what I would suggest. And I finally got hip to her being a product junkie. And she would go into every store she could and buy everything that she thought she needed or go up to a beauty counter and let them talk her into $500, $600 and get her free Estee Lauder bag with that, that old ugly looking lipstick sample and that fingernail polish sample and a perfume sample because it was a free gift, Right. And so I finally broke it down and I started getting hip to the reason she wasn't buying from me. I started taking pictures after every facial. Then I would flip it and take a picture before we started the facial. And I would do a side-by-side -side comparison. And then I started pointing out, look at how hydrated your skin is. Imagine you having that hydration every day. Imagine you looking just like this and glowing every day. Oh, I couldn't. No, because this is what you look like when you came in. The products you're using at home are not for you. If they were, your skin would reflect that. So everything we did in our treatment, look at how your skin responds. Wouldn't you like to look like that every day? She said, I really would. So these products, and you know, I put my Fab Five out. This will get you to that every day. So you don't look like that every day. She bought them, of course, because I started talking her language. You're spending $250 with me every time you see me. And then you're going home and using olive oil and Neutrogena and all these things that are not for your skin. They're not providing what your skin needs. I can so in the result of me providing that, this will be the results. I would love for you to look like that next week, the week after. So I even told her, I said, the next time you come in, 
And especially after she bought the five, I took a picture. And then I did just like I used to. I took a picture before we started. And I said, this was last month before you started the facial. And this was this month. She said, oh my God. That came with clear instructions and directions on getting the results she needed. She needed to physically see that it was possible with home care, especially because I was addressing specifically what was happening in her skin. She became one of the most loyal clients that I ever had because she completely understood why she wasn't getting the results that she came to me for. She would get them right after a facial, but it would be a day or two. And then, and then she'd come back looking haggard like she did when she walked in. The power of pictures in your business and the power of befores and afters have to be a part of your communication with clients because they'll never see it. They won't see it. I was the queen of pictures. I had a nice little book in my treatment room of befores and afters. I love to do peels. That was my big thing. I love to show when I, clients come in, I would take a picture or they would bring a picture of themselves in during the peel. Oh, I love that. And I would go day one, day two, day three. Clients love that, right? They love a good before and after. But when we don't, one, we're not consistent. We don't give great instructions. We don't give great directions. How do we expect our clients to not only form a tighter bond with us and trust us more, but them in turn share to family and friends what you've done with them? It's always the ones that, it's always the clients who have miraculous changes in their skin and the way they look and the way they feel that are the best referrals, right? The most authentic. But many of us struggle with that because we don't understand how important simple instructions are, how important it is to have your city in your Instagram profile. How important is to have a contact, email, phone number, location on your website? I'm telling you, I have over 12,000 customers in my smooth skin supply business. And I am often looking at social media profiles and even websites. And there's no contact information on there. I don't know where you are. So if I don't know where you are, then your clients don't know where you are. The reason I would always ask in my master classes for estheticians to bring their business cards and bring their service menus is because I wanted to see, are you clear in your instructions? And the basic instruction is how to get to you. So if your business card does not have your address and your service menu doesn't have your address, why not? How do they know how to find you? What if they use that card or that service menu to refer and give to a potentially new client? Why is there no consistency there? If we know our business cards are shared and our service menus are shared, then why are there no instructions on how to make an appointment or how to find you? Like those simple things for me have always been very simple. But I find we overcomplicate and we overcomplicate things because we really just don't want to understand the way our clients think and the way they can respond. 
it's so important for your instructions to be clear from making an appointment to seeing your location and finding you easy to purchasing, even if they don't purchase in person to purchase on your website, to rebooking with you if they don't rebook with you in person, but rebook on your website, all of those things have to be clear. All of those instructions have to happen. But I find when we get busy, we lose sight of the importance of directions and and instructions. When we're slow, we freak out. We start to do sales and discounts that we can't afford. We start giving 10 and 15 and $20 off of services we can't afford. And we start doing things that don't really make any sense. And then we're, we're busy for a day and then we're back to where we were. So something to think about. Look at your business cards. Look at your service menus. Look at your social media posts. Is there clear instructions in there? Do people know how to make an appointment with you? Do they know where to find you? Do they know what city you're in? Do they know what state you're in? Are you consistent in your communication? Are your instructions post-skincare clear? Do you have post-wax instructions? Are those clear? Do you have product instructions? Are those clear? Does the client know when to use a certain item? Do they know how to use it? That's why I say I go simple. You know, I love the whole Zoom facials because Zoom facials go over every single application correctly. If you've ever been to a Zoom party, you're washing your face. You're not splashing the water on your face. You're washing your face. You're doing the things. You're moving your hands around. And I love when I see on social media, estheticians do this because people respond. A lot of the things that we do for our skincare at home is robotic. Once we're in a routine, we do the same routine over and over. We don't think about it. But when you watch someone do a a beautiful double cleanse, what do you want to do? You want to emulate that double cleanse, right? So yes, those of you who are on my podcast, thank you guys so much for joining me. We will see you next time. Those of you who 